0: welcome to the Sherry and Brock Show, the best place to hear about real people accomplishing incredible things. Tune in every week to hear encouraging interviews with authentic individuals who've discovered purpose and are living the life they've always wanted. The hosts for this podcast include CEO and founder of CDM Media Group and positive influencer Sherry Cranford, as well as entrepreneur, business coach, and award-winning MC, event host, and DJ Brock Barton. It's our hope that each week by tuning in, you'll be encouraged and inspired to do great things in your own life. Now here are your hosts, Sherry Brock.
1: Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be here today with my co host, Brock Barton, and special guest and friend, Erica Hennenberg. We hope you are inspired and enjoy listening to us today as we sit down and talk with Erica. She's the owner of Sassy Junk Boutique, and now I'm going to hand it over to our co host, Brock Barton
0: welcome everybody to the podcast so excited this week a good friend of mine uh somebody that i have uh, gotten to to work uh side by side or watch grow up in her industry erica um and i had the very great honor of also being uh the mc and dj at her wedding erica welcome to the sherry and brock show
2: thank you guys i'm so excited to be here
0: Oh man, we're excited to have you. And, uh, you know, we kind of want to open the floor right out of the beginning. You know, obviously um, you're joining our show and, and a lot of our listeners might not know much about you um, or what you do. Tell us about yourself and uh, and and kind of the journey that you've been on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So my name is Erica Hinenberg. Uh For the last month, I, formerly Erica Barkley, I own Sassy Junk Boutique. Um, I have been a small business owner for, gosh, 10 years. I'm 33 years old. Um, I have two daughters. One is 10, one is five, and one on the way. <laughs> um, and Yay. we, we, I started out as a tanning salon owner um, that transitioned over into a boutique owner. Um, my online took off in 2016. We went from shipping 20 packages to 2,500 a week.
0: Oh my that's gosh. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Yes,
2: absolutely. Um, but we ship, we, ma- we hand make a lot of our items at Sassy Junk. So we ship everything from t-shirts to t-shirt dresses. Um, all of our t-shirts that you see posted on our website are handmade. So that's something that kind of sets us apart from everyone else.
0: That's incredible. Do you have like a, like a, a factory or a warehouse or a place that where, where that all happens?
2: Yeah. So I have a big online, um, suite. I have three suites rented out where we do all the shipping. Um, and I'm based primary, primarily out of Urbana, Buffalo, Bolivar area. Um, but we do all the shipping and printing in house. We do that ourselves. Um, but we, hand bleach all of our shirts, we hand press all of our shirts, we print the screens right there. So everything is truly done in-house.
0: That is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And so not only are you the retailer, you're you're also the manufacturer of what you create.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely. And that took a lot of trial and error.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, t- tell us about how you got started in the boutique business.
2: Yeah. So um, let's see. In... When I was about 23, I got approached about buying a tanning salon. And as most people know, tanning salons are very seasonal. Um, and I just dove in knowing nothing about owning a business. Um, and I discovered social media was my friend pretty quick. Um, this has been about 10 years ago, you know, so there weren't VIP pages on Facebook and uh, groups and pages actually were just becoming a thing. Um, so you know, you have some dead months, um, especially in the summer, and not a lot of people are tanning or spray tanning. Um, they're enjoying the outside weather. And I became really good friends with a girl from Oklahoma who did uh, traveling shows. And I set up at the Virgo Festival. This was in two thousand and eleven, I believe. Um, I ordered my first round of boutique clothing and it was awful. (laughs) I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I didn't, uh, I didn't have anybody guiding the way for me. So it was lots of trial and error. I was trying to supplement that income through those slow months at the tanning salon. Um, And then like, like I said, lots of trial and error. I ordered several things that didn't work out. And then I finally found some wholesalers that worked for me that were affordable. Um, Because when people think boutique, they think expensive. And we were one of the first boutiques kind of in mid-Missouri. And I didn't want people to think $50, you know, $60 for an outfit. I wanted to find stuff that catered to my crowd, which is the rural area of Urbana, Buffalo, you know, Bolivar, Missouri, small towns. Um, We don't like spending $65 on an outfit, you know, to go out. So I found um, some wholesalers that worked for us and it just kind of took off with the clothing. Um, I fell in love with that side of it. I had my daughter in 2016, decided to sell the tanning salon side. Um, And when I sold the tanning salon side, that gave me time to focus on online. Up until 2016, I was just selling in my little tanning salon and I had a store at Lake of the Ozarks on the square um, for a summer. So I was just kind of selling in store. I hadn't quite figured out the online. Um, When I sold the tanning salon, I really dove in um, with the Facebook and I created a VIP page. Uh, It's a group. And that was back before there was, you know, a million of them. I got really lucky and fortunate that I kind of dove in um, early on and I figured out that people love free giveaways And, um, instead of spending my money on advertising, what I do is I buy season tickets for the chiefs. I try to buy tickets for every local concert around here. Um, and I just kind of reward my customers, uh, for referring their friends, adding, you know, friends to the group, liking and sharing our post. I do giveaways usually weekly, whether it be a free t-shirt chiefs tickets. Um, so that marketing for me is what really worked. My customers love that. I, I no longer pay Facebook to boost my post. I kind of pay my customers in a way with free gifts. Uh, And that's, what's really took off our online. We went from, I remember getting to 500 group members and now we're up to 55,000.
1: That's awesome. I know, I know I'm, I'm actually a member of your group and I know that um, everyone loves the giveaways and you do a great job at supporting other community business owners um, while you're doing your giveaways. And I think that's awesome that you do that. Yeah, we try
2: to, we try to support all the small businesses around us and we really try to support all the, the local charities and events and stuff. Um, I'm thankful that we do make our own shirts. Like uh, a few months ago, we were able to make some cop t-shirts. We just did it again. And I was able to donate around $500 to our local police department. Um, and there's always, you know, somebody, somebody, uh, trying to raise money for something. So we're very fortunate that we get to help with
1: lots of those charity events as well. That's awesome. And you, and you do a great job, Erica. So thank you for all your hard work. I know you, you give back 110 times percent. Mm-hmm. So thank you for all that you do. Oh yes. So it's fun to talk about success. Um, we know that, but people don't often see the hardships and the stumbling blocks and the failures behind being an entrepreneur. Um, that has inspired us to be, you know, success. So what's your biggest failure and what did you learn from it?
2: Oh, yes. So (laughs) I I started, I figured out the online in 2016. I figured out the Facebook side of it, but I had never um, really dabbled in shipping orders. I had, you know, taken stuff up to the local post office, addressed it myself, shipped it that way. Um, But I had never really dabbled in. And I went from shipping, you know, like five or six packages a week when I started was was pretty a okay with me. And then all of a sudden it was 25 a day and 35 a day. And I remember my first big week was probably 250 orders. And, uh, I, I, (laughs) I don't know what I did wrong with PayPal shipping. Um, and they have glitches, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things you really got to watch closely. And I got a little bit too confident and, uh, 250 orders returned back to me. And, you know, that was just, I was just starting out. So that, that money to me was like gold and I didn't have money, you know, just to blow. So I was devastated and I got with, uh, the USPS, um, rep for Missouri and she taught me a lot. She taught me how I bought my own scale. Um, I now do all my multi-order shipping myself. Um, so I had lots of setbacks when it came to shipping because, I just dove in. I went from handwriting labels myself to now we bulk print them, you know, a 30 at a time. And it's usually 2,500 in a setting. Um, But yeah, my biggest error, I would say, is that return to sender. And a lot of people understood, you know, and then some people don't. They want to know where their product's at. And I completely understand that because when you're ordering online, you know, you want to know. Not everyone knows me personally. But yeah, that was probably my biggest setback. We got about 250 orders back. And uh, it took me some time to figure out what we had done wrong. And then I just had to learn to fix it. And now I try to triple check myself and my girls on everything, everything.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I believe it. That sounds really frustrating. (laughs) Yes. Did you have to go back and like resort through all of those to like, like one at a time, hand ship each and every one of those back out?
2: Oh, yes. And so like when you get them back, it usually they've, they've tried to deliver them. So they went through the system and you can't, you can't necessarily read on the outside what it is by the time it's went through USPS twice. Um, so I had to reopen Yikes. all the packages and then repackage all the packages
0: oh. and
2: then reship all the packages, but it was a Yikes. learning, a learning lesson for me.
0: Yeah. And of course I'm sure there was lost. You probably lost all of your shipping value.
2: I did there yeah.
0: as well. Yeah.
2: I did. I, I remember it was about $1,500 and I was panicked <laughs> Um, but I got with USPS and I really like talked to them and learned a lot from them. So we don't make errors like that anymore. Um, But yeah, it was a, it was definitely a learning curve. And it was one of those times with my small business that I was like, okay, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. You know, maybe, and I look back at that moment and I'm thinking if I would have quit, then I would have never made it to where I'm at. Like that was what I thought, you know, the biggest week I would ever have, and now, 250 orders is usually what we do in a day. Wow,
0: jeez, that's incredible. That's incredible. I, I could see how that would be extremely discouraging in the moment.
2: Yeah, I definitely had one of those. Like, okay, maybe I'm not cut out for this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Was this a bad idea? Yeah. Maybe.
2: <laughs> I think every small business owner has those moments, though, where they think, like, you know, maybe, maybe I don't know what I'm doing here. Well,
0: yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Erica, I've always appreciated your hustle and all the years that I've gotten to know you. And, and, uh, and, and a question that I think has been sitting in the back of my mind, like who, who's someone you would consider possibly the most influential person in your life and and why?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's hard for me to say like my dad or my mom, um, because they're both equal. Uh, my mom was the mom that took care of the kids, took care of the house, took care of the farm And my dad was out there. My dad actually works at Peterbilt, um, and he had nothing in his life ever handed to him. Um, So everything that my dad has, all that he has now, he has truly worked for. And I grew up watching that. Um, I played all the sports growing up. I was involved in every organization that there was. Um, There was nothing that my mom didn't let me do. FFA, FCCLA, FBLA, cheerleading, basketball, softball. My mom was there to run us, um, but my dad, the sacrifices, you know, I watched him make were he didn't get to make it to all of our games because he was, you know, climbing that ladder and truly, you know, busting his butt. Um, And I watched him do that my whole life. And so now that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I want to be where he is, you know, and I watched him get there by hustling and getting up early and working late. And I am a full-time mom too, um, too. Like I said, I have a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old, 10-year-old stepdaughter, and then a 5-year-old myself, and we actually have one on the way. So when I started out, I learned just how hard it is to have kids and climb the ladder. Um, I would work while Avery slept. I would ship orders you know, from midnight till 4 a.m. Um, so I would say definitely my dad, but I know my dad couldn't have got to where he was at with my mom without my mom. So both my parents equally um, are definitely the most influential people in my life. And then I have a really good friend. You met her, I, and I think Sherry's met her. Her name's Nicole Bryan. Um, she owns Market 116. Yes. Um, Nicole's been extremely, extremely helpful in my life too. We uh, we met when we were lifeguards um, <laughs> at 16 years old. Just two little blondies, lifeguarding. <laughs> um, and uh I've watched her. She she built Timberline Barn herself. Nothing that Chad and Nicole had have was handed to them either. I mean, everything that they did was trial and error. Um, she started out with Timberline. She built Timberline up. She sold it. Um, her mom passed away. She's got the store. She's got the wedding venue over there. And a lot of people don't know, but they also have a million rentals. They have apartment complexes, storage unit rentals. um, And I've watched her and her husband just build this empire together. Um, And it's just, it's awesome. It's amazing to see, you know, and to have people like that in your lives that you can talk to about things and that just kind of like light your fire
1: a little bit. Yes. That's important to have those people that back you and support you and, and motivate you. Right. And, you know, and, and Nicole's a positive, very positive
2: business owner. And she always reminds me that like, you know, you're going to have bad days. You know, I'm going to have days still to this day where we might make 12 sales, but the next day we might make 1200, you know, but it's, it's hard to not get discouraged, you know, on those bad days. Um, you just got to keep reminding yourself of the good days. And they're definitely extremely influential in my life because I've watched them sit back and build everything that they have Uh, they just moved over into a crazy big big uh, building and you can actually find my stuff inside her store
0: nice i i i love the 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 i mean you, you kind of said it all throughout the course of that the hustle the hustle like i don't think there's any such thing as a small business owner who doesn't understand or does a successful small business owner that doesn't understand the hustle and the grind. You got to get up every day. You got to make it happen. You got kids. It don't matter. Like you got to jump up and you got to work. And that is what, you know, builds that business from the ground up. So I I love the story that you're sharing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and some days, you know, it's hard because like I actually have a little one who's (laughs) sleeping in the next room. Um, Her allergies are really bad. So she couldn't go to school today. So me and my husband, we just, you know, as a small business owner, like you said, like life still goes on. Um, and when you'll gets home from work, I will go up and I will press t-shirts until, you know, eight or nine o'clock at night. Does it stink that I don't get to eat dinner probably with my family tonight, but, um, I got to stay home with my daughter, you know, and take care of her, um, throughout the afternoon. And one day I truly believe my kids are going to look at my hustle. Like I did my parents, um, and want the same things in life
1: yes that's that's so true and and i think that's what some people don't see the hustle behind small business owners they think well how did she get so successful or how did you know her business grow so much and they don't see all the the sweat and the tears and the you know sit on the floor crying because the day you know shipping didn't go out right or the sales weren't as good today as they are going to be you know the next week um and i think that a lot of people don't see that in business owners and you know, we have our struggles, we have our up and downs, but we give our time to our family and we work just as hard and they don't see us working at two in the morning and getting back up at five or, you know, yeah, I can't, doing the things. I can think of a million times that I've been up at two in the morning, <laughs> shipping orders,
2: right. and I see <laughs> one of you two online, Brock or Sherry. <laughs>
1: <You> know, <laughs>
2: we're all still working while the rest of the world is sleeping, but I love, uh, I love, uh, Dave Ramsey. I don't know if you guys ever follow him. Yes. Listen to him. Yeah. Of course. I, yes. I truly like followed his, you know, plans, uh, for a few years. I don't follow it as strict now, but I mean, he, he talks a lot about that, you know, about how people like they focus so much on getting like 12 hours of sleep and things like that. And you're never going to get ahead that way.
1: That's so true. I, I, sometimes I feel like, I'm, I don't know how I'm functioning during the week when I got only got maybe who knows how many, I lost so much sleep that week, but it's all worth it in the end. And I think that's, you know, people that are listening, it does take that hustle and and time to have a successful business. It, it truly does. I'm, I mean, you, you got to kind of get it in when you can get it in
2: and you get your family time in when you can get it in. And um, that, you know, if I take off on a Friday to go to the water park with my girls, that probably means I'm going to work Saturday and Sunday, but it's all worth it. It all kind of balances itself out. And it, it truly takes dedicated people. I mean, Brock, you work every weekend.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there for a while. I uh, yeah, there for a while. I I was actually keeping count on my hours, and I was putting in between seventy and eighty. And I won't lie, that's probably where I got to the place where I was like, whoop, hold up time to back off, you know, time to, time to ease up just a little bit. But like the fact of the matter is it, it, even now I'm still at easily 40, 50 a week and, and yeah. uh, most of my weekends are sacrificed, uh, for that. But I, man, at the same time, I love what I do and I love the the hustle. I love the grind. I love waking up every day and seeing the, what I've created is making a difference in other people's lives. It's, it's a super powerful experience. And, on the days when I'm tired, I have my good friend coffee. Yes. And on the days when I don't feel like dealing with it, I have my good friend tequila. So, uh, we <laughs> are, we are taken care of.
2: And I think, I think that's something with uh, small business owners too. Like you kind of have those moments where you're like, okay, okay, slow down here. Um, you know, it, it's not that the money's not worth it. It's great. But I mean, you don't want to get so busy, you know, making a living that you forget to make a life. Um, yeah, you kind of got to check yourself too as a small business owner and be like, you know what, I worked all last weekend, I'm going to take this weekend with my with my family. Um, and that's hard sometimes to separate. And I'm pretty guilty of that too. like, uh, Neil will kind of put me in check sometimes like, you know, remember, you worked all last weekend. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's we this weekend. Let's let's just go to the pool.
0: Yeah, so true. Such health inside of that. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, you know, we small business owners, we love to hustle. It's just, it's just part of our DNA. So, uh, but I, I love, I love all the stories that you have, have shared, um, uh, regarding your journey. Now I want to ask one more, like what, uh, besides obviously the shipping, uh, the shipping issue that came up early on, what are some other big hurdles you felt like you've had to overcome?
2: So, you know, I mean, and I feel like this is something that as, uh, I've shared, you know, with fellow boutique owners like crystal and, um, we've had some great phone conversations and, uh, I'm just going to say it cause everybody knows that's just who I am, but the boutique owners not, are not always nice. Um, I've been doing this 10 years, uh, probably one of the longest around here, but there's, there's quite a few that have been doing it a little bit longer than me. And I remember when I started out, she's not in business anymore, uh, There was a woman in Springfield and, oh man, she just, she just had it out for me. And I think that that's, that's hard in the boutique industry is there's lots of that girl on girl, like cattiness. Um, I definitely separate myself from that. um, But that's, that's a hard one. There's lots of, uh, there's lots of competition. I mean, when I say that there for a while, I felt like a new Facebook group was popping up every week um, and that's really hard not to get discouraged uh, because like I said, back when I created my VIP page, there weren't any, um, and I kind of had to get inside my own head a little bit because now I no longer look at everybody as competition. Um, I think if somebody shops with uh, crystal, you know, face to beauty, uh, they've, they figured, you know, it could be their first time buying from an online boutique, right? And, and it went well, they bought from her and they loved it. And then they see mine pop up and they're like, Oh, well, you know, this is kind of the same thing. And she's got it too. And I no longer look at them as competition, but I know a lot of women, um, in this industry, they do struggle with that because it's kind of a, you know, that high school girl, girl, you know, uh, <laughs> that high school girl drama type stuff. Um, and I'm fortunate. I kind of stay out of it. Uh, but crystals, you know, reached out to me and we've talked about some things. So that's, that's pretty hard because it's hard to not get discouraged. Um, you know, somebody that was your customer last week, you log on Facebook a week later and boom, there they are. They've got their own boutique. I've just learned now that I'm like, I just try to support them all. I try to make a purchase from them. I know how hard it is to start out. Um, and I try to look back and remember like young 23 year old me, that was, uh, starting out, but it's so hard to not get discouraged when you see different boutiques popping up here and there. But a lot of these marketplaces that I'm inside of, uh, if you would ask me 10 years ago, if I would have thought that would have worked, I would have been like, Oh no, you know, I want to be the only store, the only place selling my stuff. The marketplaces that I'm inside now, there's, there's 10 to to 80 of us, you know, Huckabella and Ozark, There's, I don't know how many Sarah's got in there now, 50 boutiques under one roof. We all have these little booths and it just, it just kills it. I mean, we all work together and, um, somebody might come in to shop, you know, from Huckabella, but they end up leaving with three of my t-shirts. So it, it kind of works itself out.
1: Yes. I think that it's important to work together. Um, you know, you're always going to have your haters in business and, um, you, The ones that stick together and help each other and support each other, they're going to shine and they're going to stand out. And I've saw that over and over and over since I've been in business for myself. And um, as a small business owner myself, I know that, you know, you're going to have your competition, um, but you keep doing your thing and you stay focused and you give back to others and um, it all balances itself out. And I think what you're doing is amazing. Yeah. You just, yeah, you got to stay
2: focused. I mean, that was, I remember eh, that was about five years ago, you know, starting to get discouraged. Like, oh I me, mean, you know, this person's popping up and I didn't start out making t-shirts. You know, that's one thing I, I taught myself how to make uh, one of the trial and errors. I used to, um, pre-sale quote unquote, you know, t-shirts. I would post a picture, a vendor would send me a picture. Hey, you know, we've got this shirt available. I would open up a pre-sale on it. And then I'm at the mercy of that wholesaler. You know, if they're swamped that week, it could take them two months to get me that shirt back. Um, And my customers aren't seeing that end, you know, they're like, where's my shirt? So after years and years and years of having other people make my shirts for me, I eventually taught myself how to make shirts um, to try to slow that, you know, turnaround time down. And it's making t-shirts is time consuming. There's, there's so much that goes on behind the scene, especially when you're hand bleaching them. I could have six days in a row of rain. Um, and that means that I'm delayed six days, you know, on shipping because my shirts have to process in the sunlight. Um, and that's kind of why I started making T-shirts. When I started out, I, I just did boutique clothing, boutique jewelry. Uh, when I truly started out, <laughs> I started out with just necklaces, um, jewelry, uh, earrings, and then slowly added on. But that was, that was a big trial and error for me was was doing pre-sales. Uh, and then you're at the mercy, you know, of someone else uh, making your shirts for you. So we over the years have taught ourselves how to make t-shirts. Um, and we, we started doing that. We've actually only been making t-shirts, which is our biggest revenue. Now we've only been making t-shirts for three years. Oh
1: Oh, I know the story, but share with our um, listeners, how the name sassy junk boutique came about. Yeah. So, um, My cat, who's
2: actually sitting right here, her name is Sassy. (laughs) So I, and I, before I ever had kids, I had her. Um, And I, my tanning salon was located right beside a vet. Somebody had just left her, dumped her. So she was my baby back before I ever had a baby. Um, And that was back in the show days, back when shows were a big deal. Uh, I'm sure you know, Sherry, like vendor shows. Yes. Um, And I did a little bit of uh, like, more like boho, uh, Western look. So that's kind of where I got like the junk boutique, but, uh, Sabrina that owns two friends in junk and I were just chatting one night and I had sold, sold my tanning salon and I sold the name with it. Um, those girls were able to take the name with them. So I had to come up with a new name and I was chatting with her late at night and my cat was sitting right beside me like she is now. And, I said, what about sassy junk boutique? And she was like, Oh yep, that's perfect. (laughs) And it's just, it's just kind of stuck. And, and it makes me feel good because I, I go places now and people like recognize the name, what you were talking about Brock, like you get to sit back and, you know, like see what you've built and done. Um, And I've even had people walk up to me and say, you know, oh, are you, you know, are you Erica? You, you made this t shirt for me or whatever. And it's just the simplest thing, but like it truly makes my day. And Neil always laughs at me. We'll be like, you know, at the casino and I'm like, Neil, look, I made that shirt. (laughs)
0: That's great. (laughs) That's so awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, so we're going to begin to wind down. But before we do, I just I, a question. Hope and encouragement is what this particular podcast is about. What advice would you give to our listeners uh, who may be looking for some encouragement in their life? What advice would you give them?
2: Yeah, I mean, just keep going. You know, like it's going to be hard. There's going to be a solid probably two years, three years where you feel like, oh, I don't know if I made the right decision. Um, I still have moments like that, you know, you still have stressful weeks, but just you keep pushing and then you get through all those rough patches and you're like, okay, all right, I made it, you know. Um, it's not easy, people don't hand it to you. Uh, but just keep working, keep pushing, try to set yourself apart. Um, try to think of something outside the box that's not being done right now. Um, But don't give up on your first hundred failures, you know, let yourself fail and then learn from the mistakes.
0: Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Uh, It can be easy to get discouraging just like the first time and just like, okay, I got to, I got, to this is too much. This is maybe I'm in over my head. And you know what? You probably are. And that's okay. Uh, you, You just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep learning, keep growing, and it will work itself out. Is that right?
2: It's true. Yeah, I mean, if I would have gave up, like I said, uh, on any of those uh those hard days that I had, I would not be where I'm at today. I wouldn't wouldn't have anything that I have today. Um but it trust me, in those moments it's going to be hard. When you fail and you feel like you're failing, I mean, even my first bad review, you know, my first angry customer, I just wanted to die. You know, I just wanted to crawl and whole and never do this again. Like, oh my gosh, this I've I've upset this customer. I've made this person mad. But then you work through it, and you're like, but I made these twenty four hundred happy, you know. And that one, yes. But you get through it, and you figure it out. Um, it seems like the end of the
1: world in the moment, but just keep pushing. That is so true. You'll have you'll have one person and. And it will just destroy your whole entire day and you'll like, throw throwing your business away over that one person. But I, I but lie, do that.
2: I still will like have a moment where I'll cry, you know, like before I before I go to bed because you I'm know, like, man, I ruined that girl's day, or she ruined my day, you know, like but you then you right. look at everything else and you're like, But I made these twenty four hundred, you know, this week happy. So like I'm doing something right.
1: Yes. Nobody's yes, you are. That is so true. That is so true, and I think you learn from that one person. Yes, you know whoever you upset, you learn from them, and you just come back and you do it better the next time and the next time. And and I think you learn from um, the people that you know, whatever reason they're unhappy. So um, they are they they actually they actually help us as business
2: owners. It is. It's true. I mean, you do. You learn so much. You're not going to do that again. You know, and right. Even that shipping error. You know, I learned so much but your customers, they're not behind the scenes. And that's what I always tell people. I'm like, I get it, man. I, you know, I order something online. I want it. Um, you know, if there's a, if there's a shipping incident, I don't want to hear the backstory behind it. Like, you know, I, I understand we live in an Amazon prime world. So everybody wants their right. stuff. everybody wants their stuff tomorrow. And sometimes being handmade, people don't understand like, oh, I haven't had sunlight, you know, it rained for 10 days. Like, I'm just, I'm just waiting on this, this, and this, but, uh, it all works itself out for sure. And you do learn from that one negative, um, but you can't let them get inside your head.
1: That is so true. That's true. So what is ahead for Sassy Junk Boutique? I know this probably sounds
2: crazy cause I'm, I'm crazy and love, love to be busy, but I'm, um, I'm about as big as I think I'll get. Uh, I could grow and go bigger. Um, but I think I'm kind of capping myself off. I uh I'm going to be a mom and uh focus on being a mom while obviously running sassy junk but I had a uh, once my girls are in school you'll probably see us in more locations but for now you can still find us in in Buffalo at Market 116 in Bolivar, uh at the Cattle Baron Boutique Ozark at Huckabella and then I'm right there in Camden Ten at Sea Gypsy um but we're we're going to keep shipping um and I'm getting ready to have my third daughter. Uh, so I'll just be uh kind of being a mom and business owner for, for the next couple of
1: years. And that's a great place to be. So we can't wait to meet your new little girl and yes, congratulations on your everything that you got going on and your new family and, and all your little girls. It's gonna be a fun time for you.
2: Yes, yes. We are we are super excited. I mean, and and like I said, I'll keep doing exactly what we're doing right now, but I uh It's funny when I tell people like, no, 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 I'm going to slow down and I'm truly going to enjoy, um, you know, the birth of this one and everything, but nothing's going to change online for us. Um, but I think in the next couple of years, we will, we will build our own marketplace once, once the girls are a little bit older, we'll build our own marketplace and to where we can help out all those new boutiques that are starting out.
0: Yes. New ventures. That's exciting. Yes so fun well erica thank you so much for joining us today it has been just an absolute joy getting to hear more of your story how you got to where you are the hustle and the uh the grind that you've done it's just it's an inspiration
2: Oh, well same to you guys i mean it's it's awesome watching you guys both grow and um thank you so much for having me on this it's i listen to your guys's you know episodes and i always am follow both your guys's business journeys um so it's very very humbling and rewarding for me to, to be a part of this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well,
1: thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: if they wanted oh. to find Sassy Junk Boutique online, I know you have a VIP group. How can they find that?
2: So uh, you just go to the search engine there on Facebook, Sassy Junk VIP Shopping. Um, we're the largest in, uh, I believe the state on Facebook. Um, we're the biggest in mid-Missouri online. So sassy junk VIP shopping will pop right up. Um, and yeah, we, everything ships straight to your door. So
0: love it. Love it. Listeners feel free. Jump on check out. You will love her stuff. Like it's just incredible. And, uh, know that you're supporting someone right here in Missouri when you do it. Uh, somebody who works hard and and really has, as has worked hard to bring a dream to life and has succeeded. So I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much again, Erica, for being a part of our show today.
2: Yes, absolutely. Thank you, guys.
0: All right, listeners, make sure you tune in next week. We've got another special guest joining us. I'm so excited to introduce them to you. It's going to be fantastic. And thank you for, for joining us today on The Sherry and Brock Show. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the Sherry and Brock show. Uh, This show is sponsored by some incredible people. I want to give a shout out to this podcast sponsor, Jen's Fit Group. If you want to get serious about your fitness and take it to the next level, you have to check out Jen's Fit Group. Check this out.
1: Hey, I'm Jen.
2: I'm a busy wife, mother of two amazing children, and the proud owner of Jen's Get Fit Group here in mid-Missouri. If you're willing to put in 24 minutes a day, five days a week from the
1: comfort of your own home, Jen's Get Fit Group will get you in the best shape of your life. I started Jen's Get Fit Group two years ago and it's grown to become the largest
2: female home workout and online fitness community in Missouri. I'm honored to have been named Missouri's best health and fitness club, entrepreneur, and Missouri's best personal trainer. For only $30 a month, get access to my brand new weekly workouts that will push your limits.
1: I give you realistic and delicious meal plans and our exclusive online fitness community, The Sweaty Sisterhood. Come sweat with me and thousands of other local women who have lost weight, gained friends, and muscle. Become the best version of yourself at GensGetFit.com. That's GensGetFit.com.